So when I was looking to transfer, it was um, a lot of one-on-one -on -one, and it didn't feel like I got lost in a huge university because I knew that if I came here, there was going to be someone I could talk to about every aspect of the courses I needed to take, but also too, I loved the smaller classroom sizes and I liked how interactive and immersive all of the learning was going to be. It wasn't just going to be me sitting in a room with a couple hundred people and a professor who didn't know my name. To find out more about transferring to William Peace University, visit peace.edu. Live from WRAL News Headquarters in Raleigh, your number one source for local news. WRAL News, coverage you can count on. There's a dense fog advisory in effect for our southwestern counties. I'll show you what it will look like when you hit the roads. And here's a live look at the foggy conditions on the roads 40 east in Raleigh. Michael Grace is in the WRL Storm Tracker giving us a look at the morning commute. Taxpayer funds being used to support a community-based anti-crime group. The vote today about whether to continue that funding and why some people want it to stop. This is not just for me. This is for every little girl that looks like me. A history-making night in Hollywood. The big moments from the SAG Awards, the last major show before the Oscars. Michelle Yeoh, a big winner there, as well as everything, everywhere, all at <laughs> once. Hello, everyone. It is 6 o'clock. Great to have you with us on this Monday morning. Some of you off to a foggy start. I'm Renee Chu. I'm Jeff Hogan. Yeah, there's no question about that with the dense fog advisory Elizabeth Gardner is going to tell us about. It's also affecting some schools, Northampton County Schools. Two-hour delay right now. We're keeping tabs on if any others join that mix. Now, Elizabeth over there with that dense fog advisory. The dense fog advisory in effect for our southwestern counties, so Chatham County, Lee, Moore, and Hope County. But still, we've had some foggy conditions in the Triangle and uh, over toward uh, Rocky Mountain Wilson as well. This is a look at our current visibility. If it's fog, it's typically a quarter of a mile visibility or lower, and we're seeing that right now around Durham and Raleigh, but it's bounced up to one mile there in Rocky Mountain. It's five miles in southern Pine and in Clinton. So we're not looking at widespread fog this morning. I was hard pressed to find very much fog on a lot of our live cameras this morning. But taking a look at Clayton, you can definitely see it. And you may also run into a little bit of drizzle in some places this morning. We also have a few sprinkles that are showing up on the radar well to our north and west. But a warm front's lifting northward. We could see a small band of showers that rolls through. It would be, you know, just a quick sprinkle between maybe six and uh, nine o'clock, depending on where you are. Not seeing a whole lot of that on radar, but future cast is saying, hey, it could happen. At lunchtime, we're fairly dry but cloudy. It's going to be a gray day today. And then later this afternoon, after the evening commute, a cold front sweeps through. It'll bring us, again, just a few light showers, especially from, say, uh, 7 or 8 till around 9 or 10. Our temperatures are cool this morning. We're looking at low 40s around Roxborough and South Hill, low 50s down south, and mid to upper 40s around the middle part of the viewing area. No fog right here at the Deep App this morning in downtown Durham. This is a live look. 48 is the temperature there with a light wind. We'll climb into the 60s by lunchtime. Our highs will be in the upper 60s this afternoon. But after today, we're back into the 70s for most of the work week. Another front comes through late in the week that really drops our temperatures significantly. I'll show you that coming up. Michelle? All right. Thanks, Elizabeth. Michelle McConaughey in for Brian Trader this morning, taking you out on the roads to show you that fog we're talking about. This is US 1 at Tryon Road. You can make out the headlights and some trees. That's pretty much about it this morning. It is really foggy out there. But at 6 o'clock this morning, we are not 
seeing any delays on the road, which is good. No crashes popping up. Uh, Raleigh, Garner, and Clayton, all of our major routes there looking good, as well as up in Durham, all of our major routes through there, 7885. Looking good this morning. We do have WRL's Michael Grace and the WRL Storm Tracker. Michael, you're on Jones Sausage Road. What are you seeing? It's, uh, I think we're going right into another patch right now, and that's been the story of the morning, just patching us all over. So it's a little lighter here, but it looks pretty bad there on the camera. So again, just keep that following distance. The roads have definitely picked up with people going into work for their morning commute. Another thing you want to do is just make sure your windshield and all your other windows are clear before you hit the road. You don't want to have a bad visibility heading into that fog already, but we're going to head into downtown Raleigh in the Raleigh area and see what other parts have that dense fog. So we'll, we'll keep you updated. Thanks, Michael. Today, future funding for an anti-violence group that has received criticism from the community is up for debate. WRL's Laura Levine is live in Durham, where county commissioners are considering whether to continue to support and put money towards Bull City United. Laura. Jeff, good morning. Over the past year, the Violence Interruption Program has really been able to expand its footprint here in Durham. Behind me right now, we are at one of the original locations right off of Fayetteville Street here. Since the program launched in 2016, its budget has received around a five-fold increase between city and county funds. BCU is a community-based gun violence intervention program that aims to stop the cycle of shootings and retaliations through street outreach. The group includes former gang members. City Council recently approved $1 million for the program to expand from two to four key areas and to hire more staff. The county today will look at continuing its portion of the funding of more than $935,000. Last year, the group conducted more than 2,000 conflict mediations here in the community, but it has received a lot of criticism from the community after one member received drug charges last year and another was killed from a targeted shooting. We really don't know what they're doing to help solve this issues with this crime. And I mean, now with one, one was murdered, one was caught with a gun, one got caught with drugs. But you still want us to let our children, let them work with our kids? So today we will hear directly from county commissioners on this topic and whether or not they decide to approve that funding with that meeting beginning at 6 p.m. Laura Levine, WRL News, live in Durham. Crabtree Valley Mall will be open in Raleigh this morning after two large police responses there this past weekend. We spotted a big group of police cruisers at the mall yesterday with lights flashing near one of the parking decks. When we asked police about it, they told us officers responded to a disturbance at the mall. They say no one was hurt. It was a different story on Saturday when police say a man accidentally shot himself. He had been carrying a concealed weapon. The man was taken to the hospital and is expected to survive. The noise at the mall sent people into a panic. People ran for cover, including a mother of three who was almost trampled. So I was terrified because I was just thinking of, I didn't know where to run because I'm like, if I run out, I'm leaving my baby and my mom behind and my daughters were in the store next door. As to whether charges will be filed, Wake County District Attorney Lauren Freeman says that will largely depend on whether the man had a permit. She says he may have to give up the gun and pay fines. Major work on the intersection of Blue Ridge Road and Hillsborough Street gets started this week. Drivers should expect day and nighttime lane closures throughout the week. Starting this Saturday night, crews will close Hillsborough Street for several months. Once construction is finished, Blue Ridge Road will pass underneath Hillsborough Street.
A man accused of causing a deadly crash near Holly Springs is set to face a judge. 29-year-old Elton Mendoza Cervante is charged with felony death by vehicle and DWI. Troopers say he drove his SUV into the wrong lane, slamming head-on into a silver Camaro in this video here from the WRL Breaking News Tracker. This happened Saturday morning near Piney Grove, Wilbon Road and Rouse Road. The driver of the Camaro, 65-year-old Richard Williams, died in that crash. And happening now in the WRL Live Center as we deal with dense fog conditions around here. Take a look at what's happening in parts of Kansas. This is new video into our newsroom uh, after uh, they have some cleaning up to do in that state. Uh, this is a thunderstorm that uh, produced like more than 70 mile per hour winds. This is new video of that large dark cloud that, and that produced some lightning. This is in Sublet, Kansas, which is in the, in the western part of the state. Uh, this storm caused uh, damaged homes and caused multiple gas leaks in some parts of Kansas. You can see in the distance at least two tornadoes, according to the National Weather Service, touched down in the Kansas City area over the weekend. Uh, at this point so far, there are no reports of any casualties or injuries. Ken, thank you. Relief is coming today, three weeks after that train derailment on the border of Ohio and Pennsylvania. Shipments of contaminated waste from the site of the crash in the town of East Palestine will restart. Officials say that will make the cleanup process more efficient. The waste will be taken to two EPA disposal sites elsewhere in Ohio. Norfolk Southern is helping as well. We are continuing to work with the railroad and our state partners to identify other solid waste disposal locations. More than 100,000 gallons of liquid waste and five truckloads of soil will be removed. The EPA says the water supply there is safe, but some neighbors have been experiencing bronchitis, rashes, nausea, and more symptoms since the crash. Attacking a power station in North Carolina could soon lead to harsher punishments. A state Senate committee will consider a bill tomorrow filed in response to the attack on a Moore County substation back in December. 30,000 customers were left without power for days. This new bill would raise the penalty for similar attacks to a Class C felony that carries with it a fine of up to $250,000. U.S. agencies are split on their explanations for what started the COVID pandemic. A new report from the Energy Department this past weekend suggests a lab leak in China is the most likely explanation. But investigators labeled this report low confidence, meaning they're not 100 percent sure. Other agencies think the virus reached humans naturally. The former U.S. ambassador to China says knowing what actually happened will be important for the future. If it came from a, an animal, we need to be prepared and we need to beef up our, our public health response uh, to the next uh, pandemic. So it is important for our scientists to get to the bottom of this. The White House has not commented on the Department of Energy's report. Driving through Wake Forest this week could get messy because of railroad crossing work being done. CSX plans to make repairs to five crossings across that town starting tomorrow. Those are at Brick Street, Elm Street, Holding Avenue, Friendship Chapel Road, and Rogers Road. You see them on the map here. The road work should be done Thursday. The crossing at Ligon Mill Road will be closed once the work at Rogers Road is finished. The stars of Everything Everywhere All at Once made history at the SAG Awards. Michelle Yeoh and Kiwi Kwan became the first Asian woman and man I to win the Screen Actors Guild Award explode. for Outstanding Performance by a Female Actor in a Leading Role and by a Male Actor in a Supporting Role. 
Everything Everywhere All at Once also won for Outstanding Performance by a Cast in a Motion Picture. Jamie Lee Curtis also took home an award for her part in the movie, winning Outstanding Performance by a Female Actor in a Supporting Role. We'll have more on these big moments from the SAG Awards coming up in less than 15 minutes in What's Trending. It is 610. Some South Carolina lawmakers are proposing a fee to move into the state. Why the bill is on the table and where any money the state might get would go. When you can see that, you know, final product or you learn a sport and it's that instant gratification, it gains confidence. It's a rugby tournament that's about so much more than a game. The importance this sport has for self-confidence and growth. And I'm taking a look around the area. There's some patchy fog. We take a live look at Apex right now. Some low cloud cover here. There could be some sprinkles and light showers later today. I'll show you the timeline coming up. Listen to WRAL Plus on your radio. In Durham, tune to 96.5 FM. In Raleigh, 99.3 FM. And listen everywhere on 101.5 HD3. It is 613. We take a live look at Sanford right now. No problem traveling around Sanford. There's definitely some low cloud cover up above and you could run into a little bit of drizzle this morning. There's even a light shower that may start to push through a little later on. But visibility is beginning to improve across the area. Uh, we saw the lowest visibility earlier this morning right around the triangle. Now we're back up to three quarters of a mile. It's a quarter of a mile or lower that we typically see fog. Now there's plenty of low cloud cover out there. And as I mentioned, we have the potential for a light shower. But in terms of visibility where it's uh, it's tough to travel. It's definitely looking better now. 50 in Southern Pines, 49 in Irwin's, 42 in South Hill. It's a chilly start. Jacket feels good. Uh, if you're traveling this morning, again, you could run into a little patchy fog. It'll be mostly cloudy this afternoon with temperatures in the upper 60s. All right, thanks, Elizabeth. Taking a look at the roads right now. Everything looking good this morning. All of our major routes through Raleigh, Morrisville, Apex, you guys are all looking good, as well as up in Durham. All our major routes in Durham are looking good as well. 40 and 85. There is a crash I was noticing just west of Hillsboro. I'm going to take a look at that and see uh, if that is anything to be concerned about. This is a live look. I-40 at South Saunders Street. You can see the sun, uh, sunrise, beautiful sunrise this morning. But again, right now we are not seeing any delays. Renee? Michelle, thanks. We have more news to tell you about. We're learning new information about a major drug bust in Arizona. Authorities recovered a staggering amount of drugs, weapons, and $2 million in cash. The stash included more than 4.5 million fentanyl pills, meth, heroin, and cocaine. The bust comes after a three-year investigation by the DEA and police. About 100 people were arrested. At least 60 migrants are dead after the boat they were in broke apart in the Mediterranean Sea. A crash happened when the boat hit rocks yesterday off the coast of Italy. About 80 people were rescued from the wreckage. It's unclear where that boat was coming from. The survivors are from Iran, Pakistan, and Afghanistan. A new bill in the South Carolina legislature would force people to pay a fee to move into the state. The bill is nicknamed the Yankee Tax. It would require people moving to South Carolina to pay up to $500 in fees. The state senator who proposed it says the bill is not meant to keep people out, but rather to help pay for new infrastructure projects that are needed because of all the people moving in. According to the U.S. Census, almost half a million people have moved into South Carolina over the past 10 years. 
16 rugby teams, all made up of paralyzed veterans, came to Raleigh over the weekend for a three-day competition. Paralyzed Veterans of America held its fifth annual wheelchair rugby invitational. It was at the Raleigh Convention Center. 16 teams, 48 games, all in hopes of winning the Code of Honor Cup. As soon as you can do an adaptive sport, whether it's rugby or anything else, when you can see that you know final product or you learn a sport and it's that instant gratification, it gains confidence. The PVA also offers activities like bowling, wheelchair basketball, and more. The Meds ACC Basketball Tournament is back in Greensboro this year, and you can get your tickets starting today. They go on sale at 10 a.m. on Ticketmaster's website. The Greensboro Coliseum is hosting the Meds Tournament for a record 29th time. Last time the tournament was in Greensboro was 2020, when play was canceled after two days because of COVID. Yosemite National Park is closed through Wednesday because of severe weather. Officials say that travel on all the park roads there is restricted to administrative traffic only, and that includes all the campgrounds and hiking areas inside the park. A lot of weather issues out west, certainly. Elizabeth Gardner in the WRO Severe Weather Center. Right now, all of our issues uh, are made up of just a dense fog advisory, right? Yeah, not too bad out there, actually. We have a little bit of light patchy rain that's just to our north and west. Some of that's going to uh, begin to swing through here, especially from Raleigh northward as we get through, say, uh, 8, 9, 10 o'clock this morning. And then we'll get a break. It'll be cloudy for most of the day. And then we may see some showers with a cold front later on this evening. Here's a live look at Clayton earlier. Clayton looked a bit foggy. Still, as you look down the street here, you can tell there's a lot of moisture in the atmosphere, but visibility looks just fine here. And I was hard-pressed looking at all of our cameras to find anything that looked like reduced visibility. So that's good news. Uh, dense fog advisory is still in effect, but they may drop it. It's in effect until 8 a.m., so just another uh, hour, hour and a half now. Um, so Siler City, Sanford, Pinehurst, uh, uh, down into Hoke County, those are the areas that are under the advisory right now. But looking at visibility, things are, again, starting to improve a little bit. Here's a look at Apex. So we take a look down Salem Street, and it's also looking just fine there. We have a warm front that's lifting northward across the area that could fire up an, an isolated shower or two. You can see that on Futurecast, kind of swinging by, you know, 6, 7, 8 o'clock. And there is some rain back to our west right now. And then at lunchtime, we're dry for the most part, and that'll be true into the afternoon. Once we get closer to the evening commute, a few light showers develop, and those could continue until maybe 9, 10, 11 o'clock. Another round comes through late in the week. It looks like it's going to be nice and dry for us on Wednesday, Tuesday and Wednesday. That high pressure system staying put. This is 5 p.m. on Wednesday. Thursday morning looks wet. You can see that band of rain sitting over us. It slips away, but then the cold front moves in. This is going to bring us a better chance for rain on Friday. It looks like it could be wet for the morning commute. And then the cold front comes through during the evening. And that's where we could have the potential for some thunderstorms. Once that front moves out, we're going to see cooler temperatures for the weekend. We get back into that northerly flow. This is going to be the third week in a row that we've had a very warm week and then a chilly weekends. So it's just a, a pattern that's sticking around. An early look at our severe weather potential for Friday. Some of our southwestern counties could go under uh, an advisory for some severe storms. We'll keep our eye on that as we get closer to Friday. Once we get into the weekend and into next week, starting March 11th through the 24th, there's a good chance for below normal temperatures, not just here, but across the whole country. That's going to be a big pattern change for us. We're talking about it starting to feel a whole lot like winter for the second and third weeks of March. It doesn't feel like winter this week, that's for sure. 77 Tuesday, 76 Wednesday, 70s again on Thursday and Friday. But once our temperatures begin to fall over the weekend, it could stay chilly for a bit.
Michelle. All right. Thanks, Elizabeth. As Elizabeth just mentioned, some of that fog is starting to lift in some areas. That is clearly the case here. This is a gorgeous shot. US-1 at Cary Parkway. You can see that beautiful pink sunrise this morning. Not seeing too much fog here, uh, which is some good news. Lots of cars on the road this morning. But again, we are not seeing any delays since early this morning. All of our major routes have been looking good. We are starting to see some delays building on 40 westbound. Uh, that's pretty typical for this time of morning. But other than that, things uh, looking really good this morning. Things looking great in Durham as well. All of our major routes there uh, looking good. If you are heading out on the roads, I do have some drive times for you this morning in Durham. Right now, we are not seeing any delays. Just a one minute delay on 98 from NC 50. Michelle, thanks. Abortion advocates are worried about another major court ruling that could come down today. Claiming that those medications aren't safe just is so false. The decisions that's due to come down and what the next steps may be. Teamwork doesn't end on the playing field. A North Carolina college team works together to keep its team's road trip on track. This morning on today, severe winter weather is hitting parts of the country hard. A live report from Oklahoma City. Plus, Al Roker has a look at where it's headed next. That's coming up at 7 on WREO. And here are your winning lottery numbers on your screen right now. What's Trending report, sponsored by Rug and Home. Today, What's Trending, fans of the legendary Sally Field are celebrating her big night. Field was honored with a Lifetime Achievement Award at last night's SAG Awards. In her speech, Field acknowledged all her iconic roles from Gidget and the Flying Nun to Norma Ray, Mrs. Doubtfire, and Forrest Gump. The 76-year-old actress said the journey to a lifetime of stardom has not been easy, but in her words, easy is overrated. Mm -hmm. You know what's underrated? Her performance in Smokey and the Bandit. How could we leave that oh. out? Classic, right? <laughs> Another iconic role, yes. Can't leave that out. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis, meantime, had a memorable night as well, but she didn't intend for this moment as she accidentally stumbled in a camera shot on the red carpet while a pre-show award was being announced. It was meme-worthy, that moment. One Twitter user <laughs> captioned it, me when I'm nosy and confused. <laughs> Just the expression on her face, yes. Makes it meme-worthy. But you're Jamie Lee Curtis. You can go anywhere. It's fine. <laughs> Just jumping right in there. I, a lot of people were talking about how she kissed Michelle Yeoh on the mouth, you know, during that. She yes. said she didn't even remember it. A, a number of headlines with uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, but she also went home with the SAG Award winning uh, Best Supporting Actor for a Female Actor. True that. Well, if you get your bus stuck, nothing a few lacrosse women can't fix, right? Elon women's lacrosse team got stuck on the side of the road. Their bus right there stuck in the mud. But they, on the way to an away game, did what all great teams do. They worked together. And look at the celebration. They used their collective strength, pushed that big bus right back out onto the road, and off they went, able to make it to their game on time. Durham leaders today will decide whether or not to approve funding for this anti-violence program here in the Bull City. Just ahead at 6.30, I'll explain why people here in the community are against it. 
And there's a little sliver of sunshine as our sunrise is beginning here in Roxborough. I'll show you why we'll see more clouds today and when we can see some scattered showers coming up. And the WRL Storm Tracker is out on the roads for the morning commute. This is a live look at conditions now in Raleigh. I chose William Peace because of the personalized education it offers, which allows students to truly know their professors. It's really possible to make genuine connections with your professors and learn intentionally here and dive deep into what you're passionate about. A 12 to 1 student to faculty ratio is just one of the many reasons students choose William Peace University. Extra attention starts day one for career planning with their Career Services Center. Find out all they have to offer at peace.edu. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.